0: Welcome to, hello, and uh, welcome to episode 14, maybe, of uh, I'm Up With Anthony Santino. Uh, October 14th was my middle school crush's birthday. If you're listening, you know who you are. Um, She's definitely not. um, I am back in my apartment. I am solo for this episode. Uh, Just busy, just busy. Not an issue, just been busy. Um, A good amount of stand-up shows, I've been really happy with that. I um, had some people potentially lined up for episodes for being a guest. People do want to be on this podcast. I, I promise. I apologize. I don't apologize. I mean, I just, I promise. I have friends. I have friends, guys. I um, That sounds like a joke everybody makes. Let's act like I didn't make it. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a good time. I, uh, I forgot my tripod in my car. So I'm using a stack of books uh, that hopefully don't fall. And uh, with my new camera that I'm very excited about. I love having the Sony FX30 um, recording on Monday night, trying to up the energy. I feel like I didn't have enough energy. feel like I didn't have enough energy last podcast and um, I was fine. Didn't matter. I made one solid uh, joke that would have been a great clip, but it was a little too mean. Uh, not mean, but kind of like made a joke about Jimmy Carter being uh, close to the end. And uh, it just, it was really good timing and, fun Mr. X you didn't see it coming until now that I just revealed it all to you but um yeah it's one of those things I had no problem publishing it on the internet it's fine but j- to single it out it would be uh would be a little bit of a travesty because I think he's like donated a lot of money to people anyway I'm in my apartment I've been wondering too like I wonder if my upstairs neighbors hear every bit of me Recording this, they might. Um, and if they are, maybe I'm embarrassed, but also it's good because then it means at least somebody's listening to the podcast. Uh, no, I I have noticed that people are watching or listening on YouTube, and look, maybe the average amount of time they're watching is you know five minutes and 30 seconds, if even that, uh, out of an hour episode. But you know what? You can't win them all, and uh, we are in the infancy of this, and it is better if I get a guest. Let's act like we're fine without one. Um, Little things that have been happening though. I uh I went on a road gig last week. I went on a road gig to New Hampshire. I was featuring sorry, I had to burp. I um I was featuring for Dan Carney. Dan Carney's one of my buddies from New York comedy. Uh Dan used to uh feature on the road for Tim Dylan. Um Tim Dillon's a very funny guy, Dan's a very funny guy. Um, Dan does some great work. He does a lot of work with The Homeless Pimp, who produced uh, and directed uh Krista Stefano's Netflix special, Specie Weshy. Um and Dan's just he's got a great act. I mean, I've seen Dan do stand-up. I knew I knew Dan was funny, knew all that, but uh it was cool because Dan and I, so what happened was Dan essentially like needed someone who had a car or wanted to see if someone had a car. And, uh, you know, I think he might've asked about a camera too, maybe he has his own, but he was asking about that. And I said, Hey, I have a car and a camera and I'm desperate. Let's, uh, get on the road. I want to, let's hit the road, Jack. And don't you come back no more. And, uh, I was, it was great. You know, one of those things you go into a road gig, you're like, okay, this is a person I'm friends, but like closer to the side of acquaintances, we don't see each other all the time. So I was like, how's this going to go? We're going to be in the car for a minimum of seven and a half, eight hours, because we were doing the same day. We went from New York City to Manchester, New Hampshire. Uh, middle of a Wednesday, we left at like 2.30 p.m. and ended up working out great. It was an overcast day, which is what you want. We even had some flurries on the way up through Connecticut. Um, but it took us about four and a half hours to get up there. Had a couple of stops at gas stations. Um, and just, you know, as far as talking to Dan goes, the good thing is Dan and I are the same age, but he's been doing comedy a little bit longer than me. So he has some insights that i don't have as far as experience goes but i'm also a bit of a comedy nerd so like we were able to talk about a lot of stuff we were able to talk about a lot of stuff and that was exciting that was fun and we made a good connection we could i think we had a mutual understanding like we're both pretty self-aware people and uh it was just an overall great time like dan always liked dan but you know you you spend a time we the, the conversation flowed he took a couple of mini naps on the way up and would pop up and we would talk about stuff and it was just great i had my music uh, i was listening to music we listened to music we listened to my playlist for a while and then he was like okay i need to be alive let's play some uh some gangster rap from the early 2000s we played some like 50 we played some mob deep whatever came up on a Spotify playlist and uh, it was just great and the gig at New Hampshire let me shout this place out the Shaskeen or the Sh- yeah I think it's the Shaskeen Irish restaurant and pub maybe it's pub and restaurant who knows but you look it up you'll find it um, in Manchester New Hampshire it was awesome it was a great time we uh, we got up there probably about an hour before the show had time to eat pretty much chill and settle into it I uh, I enjoyed the heck out of it I'm looking at my phone because I want to make sure I'm confirming some of the people's names I met. The people were so cool to us. I mean, obviously, the lady who uh, was booking her, her name was Geneva Gonzalez. Um, I knew it was Geneva, but I'm also acting like I wasn't just looking at Instagram to confirm it so that I didn't offend her. But she was incredible. Geneva Gonzalez, shout out to her, put on a great show. Um, They got, by the way, so we're in this back room of a bar restaurant. It's a really good showroom, bona fide showroom, (laughs) ha ha bonafide showroom they do music and comedy there i think they've had like doug stanhope and some maybe big bands there too um they got 25 people for the show but the show was awesome like we had 25 people in a intimate space that's kind of all you need in certain uh respects depending on the situation but they were also all there to have fun and they brought it and we brought it and you know i had one of the best sets i've had in a couple of weeks i mean i've been having good sets flex but like these people really like they had a lot to give us and we had a lot to give them. It was a good connection. They, they were, it was good. I did really well. I was happy that I did well. Cause you know, I wanted to show Dan that I did well. Like, and my thing is in the New York comedy scene, like some people know I could do very well. And then some people haven't seen me in a while. And even back then I was good when they saw me, but at open mics, the thing is this at open mics, I really like to work newer stuff or things I've neglected for a while. I don't want to just do bangers you know the bangers are for like shows and stuff you know i I get tired of that i want to like work new stuff out so i'll go to an open mic and i'll work new stuff and it's usually pretty good or okay but it's also a mic where no one cares and you have to say that something is gay or you have to say the r word for new york comics to care sometimes that's not a shot at anybody in particular it's just the energy that certain rooms will breed it's like some open mics are amazing like shout out to the beach bomb mic in Williamsburg shout out to efficiency Mike in Williamsburg that's a good one you would think Brooklyn mics would be the worst ones but they're the good ones sometimes and you know shout out to Sonia she tries really hard at black cat and gets really good mics sometimes sometimes she'll even be joking like oh this room is very dead or whatever and she's great love Sonia I haven't been there in a couple weeks because I've been happy like I've been doing a lot of stuff with the grizzly Pair, and it's been great there um but uh yeah, no, I was happy that Dan saw me do well because, you know, he's, he's seen me do very little stand-up, so he was probably even ta- feeling like he took a gamble maybe taking me up there. He didn't say that. or He didn't even show that in his energy. Um, you know, maybe I've had bits on my on my Instagram. He was like, oh, okay, verifiable. He could do well sometimes. Um, and, you yeah, know, dude, I mean, I feel so good about my stand-up. I feel better than I should about it even. <laughs> like, I think I'm going to get better and better, and I feel like right now it's good, but that's the exciting part is it can go to a new height I don't know what this hand motion is but feels like I'm flicking jump shots if you're watching on video I'm just flicking my hand fingers are protruding out of my palm I don't know if, is that descriptive enough I don't know I'm also hunching to be in frame hopefully I don't look like I have a food baby right now but um anyway show gets underway we had some hosts some openers uh, from New Hampshire uh, they decided to live there I don't know why um And, uh, yeah, no. And then we came up, I did my 15 minutes. Dan won a cooler. Dan won a, an all day IPA cooler, a beer company founders. Um, he won a cooler in like a raffle. They say the comics always win. And we're like, yeah. And, um, and then Dan ripped it up. Dan did like 35 minutes or so. Uh, I filmed everything. I think I messed up the white balance for his part. I am sorry. Um, but I was just all wrapped up in the whole thing. It was exciting. It was really exciting. I, uh, I was excited because that was, I've only done a handful of road gigs. I mean, I've done comedy out of the state, but I really have done only like a handful of road gigs ever. You know, I mean, i I produced a couple of my own, was on a couple of other people's. Um, yeah, but you know, this one, at, for, it was a four and a half hour drive up there. We got done with the show around 11 PM. I was like, alright I'm going to get a Red Bull and we're going to hit the road. We're going to get some, we'll have to get gas at some point dude roads are empty in new england late at night there was no road work bs we were so good we flew home just under four hours but and, you know one or two stops two stops maybe it, it was it was a great time it was a good wednesday night you know he got paid i got paid it felt great man it was it was just good it was it was a good time i'm really i was happy with that so shout out to dan carney he's starting to, He i think the last year or, or two maybe even he's been like headlining more and he's you know he's one of these people i'm like i'll i see him doing very well he's going to do very well um and i you know i hope the same for myself um i think i'm going to do very well too and i like speaking in those terms i also noticed like when dan and i were speaking on the way up yeah i'm not gonna talk about everything we talked about of course but it's just like you know he's very focused and you know you got to keep it silly in comedy you got to be fun and you know maybe sometimes oversharing is funnier that's what i like to do a little bit not a lot like i don't talk about other people's business but i'll talk about a lot of my own business as a joke and the more truthful you are the funnier it is sometimes i mean don't you feel like your life is a joke sometimes don't you feel like you're just a joke book of a human you're just like look at me haha and you know maybe you cry a little bit on the inside but if you're able to laugh at yourself that's like the biggest superpower you can have you're literally like the marvel cinematic universe is nothing compared to you you know like if you see somebody on the street who's like high on crack and they, and like, they think that they're invincible, dude, just laugh at yourself. You'd be like, you guys have a laugh off you and the guy on crack. Like that would be incredible, but no, being able to laugh at yourself is a big deal. I don't like hanging out with people who can't laugh at themselves. If they can't do that, I respect it. Maybe that's their own defense mechanism, but I'm like, no, like you, you got to be able to like, you know, be self deprecative in some regard because otherwise you're just giving everybody else power why do you want to give other people power they they already have power that they don't even know about so okay now now I sound like um like the Filipino guys who used to play tennis in Cunningham Park in Queens and they would always philosophize over stuff so shout out to them you know they were thinkers they were writing books they were giving me audio books of information every day every time I saw them but um you know whatever you get it um road gig with Dan was very fun um, I was I'm looking at I wrote stuff down to talk about it because you should and I wrote a couple of things not too many but um G- George Santos obviously George Santos was expelled from Congress uh you know th- that's actually that's kind of a shame that's kind of a shame um he's George Santos has done like a lot for this country people don't realize I mean dude he he was the first man to land on the moon you know he he took out Bin Laden like th- this is, this guy is like a national hero. Uh, and we should show him some respect. No, obviously, that is uh, hyperbole or whatever the word is for making something up on purpose. Um, hyperbole is not the word. Maybe it is. But George... I, have I been saying his name right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. George Santos. I was going to say Soros. <laughs> now I'm going to get flagged. Um, no, George Santos, he uh, he started doing cameo. George Santos started doing cameos for people. And, uh, you know, because... George Santos started doing cameos because that's the new third base. And, um, you know, it's how, it's how it goes nowadays. You're, you're obligated. The, the, the less you deserve respect, the more money you make. And, you know, it says he's charging people $200 for a video. But knowing him, you get to the checkout and it's like, oh, just kidding. It's five hundred dollars. It's like, what? You lied. And it's like, yeah, that's the first time he's ever lying. You know, that's a little bit about him. Um, That's really all I had to say. No, George Santos also he's George Santos has been saying like to people in cameos. He's like, and don't get bogged down by all the haters. Don't let the haters bog you down. It's like, hey, you lied to the federal government multiple times. I'm not saying you're the only person who ever does that, but you did it on a big scale. You know, you were like, hey, I went to college here, and you didn't. And I don't care where you went to college. You could literally go to the University of Narnia. I do not care where you go. Just like, you don't have to lie about it. Who cares? Dude, people who went to Nassau Community College are millionaires. It doesn't matter where you go. Literally, you could have gone to school with like my grandma teaching you like you know sewing in like a cabin in the middle of vermont and you know your lunch is maple syrup i don't care where you went to school where you went to school means nothing where you went to school means something to you it it should mean something to you it should be like oh i enjoyed my experience there i learned something there but it like really shouldn't mean anything to anybody else you know they should say, like, oh, okay, you have a level of education. Okay, you have a, a an associate's or a bachelor's or a master's or a doctorate. That, yeah, that part matters. But, that part, but um, even that, it's like, okay, whether you went to school or not, whether you went to college or not, you, you know, achieved a level of higher education beyond other people. What are you doing with it? Like, are you, you know what I'm saying? Like, are, are you leaking oil, like, mentally? Like, I don't know. Okay, my brain. Unfortunately, here's the deal. Doing this Monday night thing again, and I, I wish I was recording a different night. I'm slightly dehydrated, but I'm not. I'm not bailing it. Just letting you know. I um. Just wish I was doing it another day. Like my voice is a little slight, bit worn out from the day, a uh, little bit tired, <laughs> a little unsteady. Yeah. Okay. I don't even like that song. I don't know why I said it. But, um, what else? Oh yeah. This guy won the Powerball lottery. He won, I don't know, was it a, they said he's a billionaire in a headline. I I barely read about it because that's how the world works nowadays. We barely read, but I read a lot, just not about Powerball winners. But apparently a guy won the Powerball and he's either a billionaire or he's like a hundred millionaire and uh, he, he has a mansion and all this stuff. Good for him. I do. I'm happy for him if he's happy. I truly, truly do not care. I care about so many things. I don't care about this. I do know for a fact, though, I never want to win the lottery. I put a million dollars, put put 50 million dollars on a table in front of me and say, hey, this is your money. It's all yours. But we have to tell everybody that you have it. I don't want anybody knowing how much money I have. I don't care if it's $5. I don't care if it's $500 million because people are disgusting when it comes to money. People are filthy when it comes to money. People look at you differently when they know how much or how little money you have. And that's not what it should be. It should be like who you are. It should be how you treat people. Because think about it, like when you deal with someone, when you date somebody, the money never ends up making a difference, or you never care about that. When you want to work with somebody like that, you actually have to do things with. You don't care about the amount of money they have. You win the lottery. Everybody just knows you have all this money, and then you just don't. Your identity is your lottery boy, your lottery girl, your lottery them. You know, you know. You're just the lotto person, and it's like they'll they'll kill you. Okay, redacted. They won't, but they. They, you know you're 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 in danger you need to hire security this guy's brother is gonna like look over his finances he's stealing all the money you know who knows like pizzeria who know you know i don't know um i promise you i do not want to win the lottery ever i um i don't Am i i'm i'm looking at this stack of books that uh is on the table my uh, high school yearbook is there. Let's not look into that one. No, there's some fun, nice messages in there. But, uh, my, uh, my high school reunion, my 10 year high school reunions coming up in January. I'm looking forward to that. I'm actually looking forward to it. I, um, I look forward to seeing people, uh, you know, will I start dating someone from high school? Let's find out. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Totally. I'm um, just kidding. No, I'm not. Um, I'm lonely, dude. No, <laughs> I'm good. I'm doing fine. I uh, Comedy is really like my wife right now. It's crazy. In a good way. Like, uh, this is what I have to be doing. I'm in the thick of it. I'm doing the stuff you have to do. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to my high school reunion. Um, I haven't been inside of my high school in a while. That sounds sexual. I haven't been inside of my high school in a while. Um, we're in a dry spell. But I just took a sip of water. Took my mouth away from the microphone. Took myself out of frame. Um, and now I'm just vibing. I No, I made it a point. I made sure, look, you know, it's tough to do a podcast at night like this. But I knew the world needed a white male to be on a microphone because we do not have enough of those. There are not enough white men on microphones. Um, it just doesn't exist they're like, what? A, a white a white guy's on a microphone? I never heard, never heard of that before. Is that is that allowed? It like like, it doesn't happen enough. You know, there there totally aren't any of them. You know, um. I want to do more stand-up for black people again. We need more black people for me to do stand-up for. That sounds like too forced. Uh, you know what I'm saying? No, I've been doing all these shows where like just it's all white people, and maybe you get a Latino, and I had like in total i did three shows last night four black people were there total we need more i haven't been able to do like my fun black material in a while like the good stuff Hey, I hey don't that's italian ish um what do you guys think of the mafia no i my fan is on um you needed to know that you care i'm going to a mic and my friend she's supposed to go to the mic too let's see what she says she hasn't texted back that's how it's been going for me um that's my friend don't worry we're not dating i'm single right now um i wonder if my ex-girlfriend the one the recent one who is an awesome human being i wonder if she watches any of these if you are um sound off in the comments mama um (laughs) just kidding totally um i'm straight up on instagram right now i this is this could be better this podcast i know um doubt I'm getting a clip out of this and that's 90% of the reason I do this podcast I listen try to think stuff I've I've been writing a lot of bits and I've been writing bits that have worked um that have been working and I'm excited about that because you know you just find yourself getting better you know as as I've been doing comedy longer I realize like there are ways to blend the old with the new and The more personal your material is, the better it feels. Usually, the better I feel about my material, the more personal it is. Um, I like taking that approach because people get to know you. They feel a connection to you. They can't ignore it. And, uh, you know, they're held hostage there for you to just talk in a microphone for them. But be good. You know, be funny. Some comics are just like, yeah, I'm going to talk about... Trans people, because no one's ever done that before, and it's like you could do it. I don't, I'm not going to be upset about it. It's just like it feels so covered. Talk about some other shit. Be you know, I don't know. I want to hear about you. I want to hear about your real insecurities. Like, put your insecurities out there, you know, like overshare a little bit. It's funnier. I I wish I could overshare more, but my mom would be so sad. (laughs) She'd be like, Why are you saying that on a microphone? and then posting it on Instagram. You know so i keep it buttoned up your boy your boy is at a bridal shower your boy is at his engagement party with a suit on because he keeps it buttoned up okay when it comes to my material i'm very much like a, a couple of parents going to a sperm donor clinic i'm like we're, we're being very selective with our material right now the material we're going to acquire to, to bring a child into this world We're being selective That's how I am with my stand-up material I'm very I'm selective I riff I raff I riff raff I riff on stage I have fun And that usually helps And you get tags And things for bits out of it But you know It's like I, I go up there And I'm like I don't want someone in my family To have an aneurysm Over something I'm saying That it could end up online If I think it's good You know I am I really consider everybody's feelings I you're just such an amazing boy. Just such an amazing guy I am. Um. Yeah. What can I talk about that would generate a clip? <laughs> that's how I think. It's it's mentally ill to maybe think that, but it's also truthful and it's just true. And that's what most people are thinking. Let's be real. We, everybody, dude, oh, lem- maybe, you know what? Let's remanufacture what I did last week with the, the thing about Jimmy Carter that I had to not put. Um. You know, nowadays, okay, I'm going to do it. This is, we're getting into a bit, guys. If you see this on Instagram, this means that I actually made it better than the last version, okay? You know, nowadays, any anybody with a microphone and a camera can just, like, okay, we're, we're taking it from the top. I forgot my beats. Okay, getting back into it. Ready? Three, two. Nowadays, anybody with a microphone and a camera can, like, have their own show nowadays you can be johnny carson you could be johnny carson you could be jimmy fallon you could be jimmy kimmel you could be jimmy seinfeld jimmy seinfeld's not a guy jimmy seinfeld's not a guy you could be jimmy carter by the way jimmy carter's wife passed away last week rest in peace um he looks pretty fragile but you know you know listen why not make it to 140 jimmy carter you know Okay, so that's a new version. Let me get more. So the problem was last week, we're we're dissecting the bit right now. Guys, look at this inside baseball we're doing. Last week, I did basically what I just said to you right now, the whole like, oh, anyone could be Johnny Carson, Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Carter, Jimmy Kimmel. I was like, Jimmy Carter, by the way, his wife died recently, rest in peace. He looks close. You know, I just left it at that. That's a fun little deadpan scenario problem is jimmy carter is a very charitable man and uh you know like i you know why would i be flippant in talking about his mortality listen it's just a joke we should be dark sometimes gallows humor ladies and gentlemen um and now i'm just over explaining myself so who cares but that's the point is i'm i'm a uh, lyrical genius when it comes to stand-up and you know I come up with the stuff that's like good and it doesn't have to be perfect. Nothing has to be perfect. That's, that's what I found. I used to be such a perfectionist. You just got to get up and record. You got to press record on your life. You know, me physically, I have a camera. I pressed record on this podcast, this one white man on a podcast filming himself in his apartment because that's what it is. Am I a self starter or am I privileged? You decide, but you know, You got to press record on life. Like, don't wait for the perfect piece of equipment. Don't wait for the perfect person. You know, get out there, date people, talk to people. You know, like, you know, change up the kind of coffee you get. And then if you hate it, spit it out on the sidewalk and then go get the coffee order you usually like to get. You know, but try new things. You know, today I got a new kind of pastry at one of my favorite coffee shops and I hated it. It wasn't good. It wasn't what I wanted. But they usually have bangers. They usually have amazing pastries. So I just go back tomorrow and get the thing I usually like. I know now. I'm smarter. I'm wiser. I'm a day older. And a dollar shorter because everything is so expensive. Make it less expensive. But, uh, yeah. Guys, I'm going to wrap it up there because I think I did a good job at at the back end of having fun and riffing. I made it more entertaining. Um just you're welcome and it wasn't even that good but i need a guess for next week it needs to happen thank you so much for listening and watching if anybody is whatsoever at all i hope some people get to the end of this episode i'm gonna talk slower i'm gonna get some water in me i'm gonna go to this open mic and uh yeah have a good gonna